Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. It is now time for the second hour of power with Ron Heidenreich and Tommy the True Newbauer, along with Greg Janik as our illustrious producer of yes. the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors show. And we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. You can give us a call at 799-1250. And I forgot to mention this before. You can always email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. And, of course, we're real happy to take your emails or phone calls with questions or comments. Now, Ron, uh, what about deer hunting? Some something about a six-year-old girl. Yeah, if if you recall, back on uh, the twelfth of November, uh, Governor Walker signed uh, signed a bill into legislation that uh, eliminated the rule that uh, uh, as far as there's no minimum age for a person to deer hunt and shoot a gun in Wisconsin. Right. The only with a mentor. Is, well, the, the, yeah. the, they have to have a mentor or parent along right. with them. Right. Uh, so this year, uh, on Sunday, the second day of the season, a six-year-old girl, Lexi Harris, got a four-corn buck uh, in, uh, I'm not sure what county it was in, but uh, she's the first person and the youngest person to ever harvest a buck in Wisconsin, six years old. And she, she, she shot <laughs> I, it herself. I, you know, I... <sighs> Do they need to take hunter safety? See, that was a question we had, too. I thought you had to have hunter safety before you could do that. I well, the thing is, is I don't know. It's if a she mentoring program, which is different. The the you know the law was signed into uh, the the bill was signed on the twelfth of November, and the deer season started on the eighteenth of November, I believe. I don't think she could have taken a course in that amount of time. No. Well, yeah, no, no, you could, yeah, in a week, yeah, yeah, you could, but I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't know. We got somebody's got the answer, right? We do. Who we got? We have the wealthy straight landowner <laughs> from Douglas County, Danny Bush. Oh, hey, good morning, Danny. Hey, he forgot a single straight wealthy landowner. <laughs> oh, single let straight. The, let all those single hot women out there know <laughs> that they can inherit my empire someday. There you <laughs> go. Good morning, Dan. <laughs> yeah, you're. Hey, Danny. Well, so, what are you doing? At, what are you doing right hard, now? Well, we're hard at work at the deer camp. I'm watching 
ace expert hunter Scott Olson. He's laying in his bed right now. Uh, we're at the El Rancho Motel, which is Mexican for Ranchi Motel <laughs> in Sparta. Uh, but are, it's a place to lay our head. Aren't you supposed to be out in the woods by now? Well, we've decided that we've we've patterned the deer, and they don't move before 9 o'clock. So, therefore, okay. therefore, we don't move. There you go. Before nine o'clock. All right. So you're yeah. getting you're getting ready to go out though, right? Yeah, but this will be the last day. Uh, been, see, saw saw a lot of deer. Um, you know, um, uh, small bucks, uh, does, fawns. I had one shot at a nice shooter buck opening day. I only had about a ten second window where it was sneaking through chasing a doe, and I had it in the scope, but there were a couple. Popple trees in the way, and I thought it would hit an, it hit an opening, and I kind of tried to make a yell so it would stop. It didn't stop, and I had to decide, do I take an iffy shot or do I not take a shot? And there he was, gone. I had all of the seconds to think about it. Mm. So all week long I've been wishing I should have just taken the crack, um, took taking the shot when I had it because I haven't seen another big buck or shooter buck since uh the definition of shooter is outside the ears or eight points or better mm-hmm. um let's see scott took a crack at a big one on the field opening weekend that was running across the field um his son steven took a crack at one right before dark that was chasing a doe uh but right now sitting on the fields man even the little guys are coming out after dark it's like it doesn't take long for him to figure us out. And sitting in the woods, all I've been seeing on my other stand are does. And, you know, it's a nice week Nice week to be up here, though. So this will be the last day. We'll make a few drives and call it a wrap. Well, I've got a question for you. I mean, this after, let's say after 12 o'clock, will you just shoot any deer you see now? I, I've kind of come to the conclusion that it might be time just to start letting her fly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, that's enough of this crap. You know, it's time to start. Otherwise, I could wait next for two weeks from now for the doles only thing, but we did that last year and didn't get any. All of a sudden, they kind of became scarce. So maybe we should take a big doe while we can so I can. I know you're concerned about your venison there, Tom. You're pretty <laughs> tough Let's get cut right to the chase here. Okay. I'll try and shoot something. Hey, also, uh, interesting observation. You know, all the news, uh, all this sexual harassment stuff on the news, all these guys doing improper things with the women. Well, I think they got to take, take a cue from nature. This is my suggestion. Scott was watching a big doe, and this young little nutbuck came up right behind it and put its nose right on her rear end. And the doe took its back leg and collack. <laughs> right, a horse kick right to the head. Oh, the wow. I was shaking his head and staggering, wondering what happened. Well, <laughs> so I think if all the women of the world did that, they'd have no problems getting harassed. But there I you think go. that doe put that little guy in his place. I, I think you got a good point there, Danny. Good point. I think so. Yep. Mm. So, anyway... Um, I'll let you guys get going. I know you got a break there. Is Ron in there with you? Yes. Yeah, here, Dan. Hey, I got a question for you, Danny. I was just talking, I don't know if you saw on the news, but a six-year-old girl shot a buck uh, the second day of the season. She was the youngest hunter now to take one after the governor signed into law the uh, that there's no minimum age to hunt. Did uh, The question came up, does that person have to have a hunter's safety course at, at that age? You know, that's... I. That's the question. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure. Here's the other question: Does a six-year-old actually buy a license? 
That's a good question. I would think so. I'm, I'm, yeah. kind, of, I'm kind of wondering. Now, I got another story for you. My cousin's kid, which would be my second cousin, he's in his 30s, he took his seven-year-old land, uh, daughter up on my land in Douglas County, um, which, by the way, they saw a lot, lot more does and fawns running around there this year, so the deer are coming back up there. I don't know if the, the wolf pack has moved on or what, but it's good to see the herd come back up there a little bit. Um, anyway, uh, he had his seven-year-old daughter out, and uh, he held the rifle, kind of balanced the rifle, and she aimed it and pulled the trigger. So he kind of was half holding it. They got the spike buck, so the seven-year-old daughter got the spike buck, but the scope came back. Oh, no. Cracked. Oh, it wasn't to her. It was to him. It was his son. Okay. Came back, cracked the seven-year-old in the head, and off to the emergency room for eight stitches. Oh, that is something he'll never forget. I don't know if that's going to really turn the young lad on for hunting in the future. <laughs> a boom, smack in the head, bleeding off to the emergency. Well, that sounds like a good time. Uh, <laughs> every, every time he looks in the mirror, he'll remember. Yeah. Yeah. I, but those kids up north there are pretty tough. They, you know, they got they're a different breed. That's right. So. All right, keep her moving there, hey. All right, I'll work, <laughs> I'll work on your steaks today. <laughs> All right, Danny, we'll see you later. See yep, you, Dan. We'll see you guys. next Take week. Care. Yep. Bye. All right, bye now. That was Danny Bush, the 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 regular co-host on the show. But we always love it when Ron comes in and fills in for Dan, or even when he just joins us. You know. Thank you. Um, now you know I've. See, there's a couple of questions about this no age thing. Do they take a hunter safety course or what? Do they have to buy a license? I mean, there's a lot of questions we don't know. I mean, let's face it, we don't know everything. Right. But the thing is, is that I, I am not fully confident about, you know, because right now the way the law says is that that six-year-old could carry the gun by theirself. Right. The mentor does not have to hold. Before, the mentoring process was the mentor carried the gun and – then when an op, uh, opportunity came to shoot, then he would pass the gun over. I think that's a, I, 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 I don't know. I just, I just can't, I don't know, agree with uh, letting six, seven, eight-year-olds carrying a gun, you know, in the woods. I mean, right. I, I don't know. It, I don't know. It's a tough one. Yeah, I don't know. And, I mean, if anybody knows whether these kids got to have a hunter safety course or if they buy a license or what the deal is. If you know something about that, give us a call at 799-1250. I almost think that they're going to need one, but I don't think the window, the time frame window that we were given here from November 12th to November 18th was long you, enough to implement any of that stuff. There might be some the, more the coming. Gun, the gun, uh, the, 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 what's that called again? Hunter safety hunter course. Hunter safety course. You can do that real quick, yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Years ago, it used to be you have to go to a class every day for yeah I for thought... a week or two. I remember taking the, my kids to it, you know. And um, but nowadays they they they've shortened it up. You yeah, know, and, and wasn't there uh, some actual live firing part of the course? Yeah, at the end. Yeah. Okay. It was usually a shotgun or a twenty-two or something like that. Some yeah. kind of live firing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, as far but, as the licensing is concerned, I remember if they're. I'm just wondering if their mentor, as long as they have one. They're if that's the under tag. their blanket, right? Essentially, might be, yeah. But I'll, I'll tell you one thing for sure: the 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 registered deer in this state is going to be down a lot this year over last year, and last year was down over the year before, and that is because 
and uh, this uh, this just surprised me. You don't have to register that deer until five o'clock the next day. What's to stop a guy? or woman, or whatever, to go out, shoot a deer. You don't have to tag it as long as it's in your possession. Take that deer home, butcher it, get rid of the hide, and now the next day, well, heck, I still have my tag. Go out and shoot another one and do the same darn thing. Now, we're not promoting this. No, we're not promoting it, but I'm telling you what. There are people that know this is happening, all right? The DNR knows it's happening. I mean, And the other thing, too, is... When that hunt, when those hunters are out and they don't have a back tag on, that DNR warden, they don't know what they're doing out. They don't know if they're hunting deer or doing whatever, you know. I mean, and 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 if they don't have to tag the deer, you know, a lot of people say that going to the tagging. I mean, the, the registration station was more of a uh, what was a tradition. Tradition. Thank you, Ron. It was more of a traditional thing to do. You know, see the other deer, talk with the other hunters, you know, register your deer as a rite of passage and all that stuff. The main thing why that was done is to get an accurate count on the deer kill. That was the main thing, accurate account. Right now, it is not accurate. No. And not didn't you tell me that the first after the first weekend, the deer kill is down 14,000? It was. It was uh, from 2016. It was like uh, 116,000 deer shot that opening weekend, and this year, 103,000. Yeah. So, and last year's was down from the year before. Right. Every year it's every, been down. Every, every, when, when, as soon as they instituted that where you didn't have to tag that deer, well, especially now, when you don't have to tag it, you just call it in on the phone. Well, how many people forget about that, too? Right. Or maybe, what if you're in an area, Danny brought what if you're in an area, Ron, where, what if you get, don't, don't have cell service? Right. What are you going to do then? Right. Exactly. I'm telling you, I, there's, there are things that are just not sitting right with me. I don't know about you folks out there, but they're not sitting right with me. We got to go to a break, and after the break, we are going to play the NFL football picking contest brought to you by Curly's Waterfront Pub. You will win a $10 gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub on beautiful Pewaukee you Lake. You will win. You will win, without a doubt, because all you got to do is tie or beat one of us three, and that is real easy to do. <laughs> Everybody right. does. So, as a matter of fact, one week the caller did not, but I had already mailed it out. So he got one anyway. <laughs> he got it anyway. I already mailed it out. Yeah, what the heck? Anyway, you're going to win that $10 gift certificate, $799, We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supply, Cutting Edge Outdoors. It is now time for the NFL Football Picking Contest. (laughs) Here on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Uh, And who do we have for a contestant, Greg? We have Charlie from Jackson. All right. Charlie from Jackson, uh, I know you're gonna win this, so you're you, you know you you're you're down with this football picking, right? Oh, I love it! I love it. Oh, great! Well, let let Greg give us our update as far as how we did last week. All right, quick recap of last week, week eleven. Uh, we saw UW Wisconsin beat Michigan, Detroit and Chicago. Spread was three, so <laughs> it was a push, but I gave everybody the victory. Thank you. We saw the we saw Minnesota beat the Rams, and we saw Baltimore beat Green Bay. Tom, last week you went two and two to bring your season record to uh, seventeen and twenty eight. Ooh, terrible. Bushy <laughs> it went one and three 
to bring his season record to 22 and 23. And I went three and one to Ooh. bring my season record to 23 and 22. You're a ringer. Yeah. All right. Now we are going to have one non NFC North game this okay. week because we saw the Vikings Bears. Bears. Yeah. On or I'm sorry, the Lions and the Bears. Lions and the Bears. On yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna do one non NFC North game, another big game in the NFC though. We're gonna start off in the college ranks. We see Wisconsin trying to go undefeated in the regular season. They travel to Minneapolis to take on the Minnesota Gophers. Wisconsin is giving Minnesota 18. Charlie, who you got? Okay, got to go with the Badgers. You know, with Miami losing, you know, I mean, this is a golden opportunity for the Badgers, so I think they'll go for the blowout, so I'll take the Badgers. All right, Tommy. Well, you know, there he, uh, oh boy, you know, uh, Chris, the coach of the Badgers is not one to run up scores. You know, he's not a guy right. to do that, but I wish he would. But saying that, I still think the Badgers, I know they're going to win by at least 14. Will it be 17? Will the Gophers come out tough? I don't know, but I'm going to be a homer and go with the Badgers. All right, Just Ron. because Minnesota can't stop the run. Too many points, so I'm going to go with Minnesota. All right. I am also going to go with Minnesota. That's a huge point spread and a big rivalry game yeah. in yeah. Minnesota. I know, I know. So the axe. I am going to go with Minnesota. Next game on the docket, we see the 8-2 and two New Orleans Saints travel to Los Angeles to take on the 7-3 and three Rams. The Rams are giving New Orleans two points. Charlie, who you got? I'll take the Saints. Ron? Saints. Tommy? I'm going with the Rams because Drew Brees ain't going to win this one. I'm going to go with the Saints as well. Next game on the docket, Chicago travels to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. The Eagles are giving... Philadelphia, I'm sorry, the Eagles are giving Chicago 13 and a half points. Charlie, who you got? I'll go with Philly. All right, Tommy. Uh, you know that dear Trubisky fella? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a lot of points. You know what? I'm just going to go with the Bears for the heck of it. Ron? Uh, I'm going to go with the Bears. The, the Bears' defense is pretty good. You know, Philadelphia is good, but the Bears' defense is no slouch. So I'm going to I'm going to take the Bears. Yeah, but the Bears can't score many points. Uh, and I'm going to go yeah. with Philadelphia okay. because I don't have any faith in Mitchell Trubisky whatsoever. <laughs> Keep her moving there, hey. Final game sees the beloved Green Bay Packers travel to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Green Bay is a 14 point underdog. Charlie, what say you? Oh, got to go with Pittsburgh. I mean, the Packers, they just don't have <laughs> No faith, Charlie? Come on. No, no whatsoever. No None. faith. Bushy? Or I'm sorry, Ron. Ron. <laughs> yeah, the Steelers will cover that. Tommy? I, I, you know, Charlie, well, I, I, I am in the same camp with you. Even if the Packers' defense plays well, Roethlisberger, I think, well, first of all, they can run against the Packers, I think, and and then he's going to throw against them like crazy. I mean, you know, the Packers, 
Their defensive secondary makes every quarterback they look. My God, Trubisky threw for almost 300 yards. What do you think Big Ben's going to do? Right. Yeah, I got to go with Pittsburgh. Yeah. And I'm going to go with Pittsburgh as well. Yeah. Well, Charlie, good luck. Okay, have a good holiday, guys. You Thank too. You. Okay, I know. Bye. Yeah, you know, you know, with the Wisconsin game, they can run the ball against Minnesota. There's no problem there. Um, but, you know, I don't know. Minnesota's they're this is this is their championship game. Right. You know what I mean? This is this this is like their Super Bowl. Their axe. They're yeah. playing for the axe. And I don't even know what the hell is with this axe thing in anyway. That's a big I, deal. I don't you know, these these different college teams, they they play for the this this uh, bucket and that uh goat's <laughs> head or whatever the hell it is. Who cares about I don't know. I don't care about no axe. Well, they do. Let yeah. let Babe keep his axe. How's Babe gonna chop down all them trees with all his axe? They I would imagine if that. you talked to Gary Ellison, he'd have a different point of view. Yeah, though. he probably he would. But for the Badgers, so. to me, I it's they no big deal. That, they keep that axe once they win it. They keep it in their trophy case. They, yeah, they uh, present oh, that proudly. I know for for the guys, it's that's important. But for me, I just win win the game. If they if they cover the spread, fine. But you know, I I was dealing with that, Greg. You know, you know. Waffling back and forth, you know which way do I go? But I could see the Badgers. I can see them getting one or two touchdowns per quarter. Wow! At least one touchdown per quarter. At least one per quarter. And I can see their defense holding Minnesota to maybe six or ten points. I can see that. Well, the problem with the Badgers. Well, not the problem, but the reason that the Badgers have lost some spreads. Is because Hornibrook throws interceptions yeah, that's in Badgers territory and leaves the defense with a short field. Right? Yep. yep. And that's how a lot of these opposing teams have been getting their touchdowns and field goals because they only have to go 15, 20 yeah. yards to get it yeah. because Hornibrook likes to throw that interception. Well, I don't, I'm sure he doesn't like to, but he does. He, he just has, he, uh, he you know, to do it. Yeah. He just has some, you know, sometimes, you know, it's funny how sometimes he'll have throws that are beautiful, like that laser shot in the end zone against Michigan, you know, threading it between two defenders. I mean, yep. that was that was beautiful. But then on another one, he'll overthrow a guy and go right into the arms of a defensive back. I mean, yeah. I, I I don't know. It's there's yeah, I, I agree with you. There's times where he looks uh, like a – a fantastic quarterback on on some of those throws, yeah, throwing yeah, the needle. Yeah, and there's times where he'll just stare down his receiver and he'll have a horrible throw mm-hmm. out in the flat where he just lobs it out there and the defender just jumps in front of it, jumps yeah. and takes it to the house. Yeah. Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. I I I boy, I I mean I know the Badgers will win. I know that for a fact. <laughs> will they win by over seventeen? That I don't know. The only other problem I can foresee with this Badger team today is that they now with Miami losing mm-hmm. right. they know they're pretty much control their own destiny they're in the driver's seat and they're looking past Minnesota to right. Ohio yeah, State for that Big Ten championship yeah, game. Yeah they, they had Michigan you know big game last week big game next week and yeah this could be a trap game you know I mean it could be but if Clemson beats Miami now yeah oh Clemson's back in a top bat- Ba- oh well, right. the well the uh, the the uh, Bucky Badger's in there for sure, right? You know, so it it it's you know there's some interesting college games this weekend. Look at it, Auburn and Alabama. 
That's should another, be a great game. That's another good game that's coming today. up. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's talk on national radio. If you listen to CBS Sports before we came in mm-hmm. there, they're talking about the scenarios that could happen if certain things play out, and you could see two SEC teams in the playoffs this year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. And and I didn't like that one comment where, well, it's probably true. I just didn't like it. The commentator made the comment uh, that Hornybrook isn't going to beat you passing. You know, yeah, they can run the ball, but he, he ain't going to beat you passing. Okay, that might be true, but I don't like hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so when they play Ohio State, you know, or if they get in the top four. They don't want them to be get in in the fourth seed because that means they'd probably play Alabama. Right. Yep. And do you really want to play Alabama? No. <laughs> no. 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 You'd rather be in that two or three seed, per- preferably the three. Right. Then you're going to play the two. But I, you know. But you know what? I'm going to enjoy listening to the game because I don't think it's on regular TV, is it? Yeah, the, it is. The Badger game is. Yeah, I know it's, it's on at two thirty. So they are gonna um, they are gonna televise it. Positive, it's on ABC. Oh, I hope so. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, I can sit there and watch the game. That'll um, be wonderful. Yeah, I'm almost positive it's on ABC. Yeah, That'll yes, be it wonderful. is on ABC. Oh, great, excellent, wonderful. Because you're probably you're gonna have Auburn Alabama, which plays the same time on CBS. No, uh, Auburn Alabama game I think is at eleven thirty. No, isn't it? No. It's two thirty. Um, oh wow. Well. But there's a you know you know what I'll just do then during a commercial in the Badger game I'll flip over to the other one. <laughs> yeah, Alabama Auburn's yeah. kickoff is at two thirty. It's on CBS. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I I you know a lot of lot of good football coming up uh, today, and uh, I really get I get excited for the Wisconsin games, especially this year. This year that it, it's this could be the magical year. The nice right? thing watching Wisconsin is that they run the ball so much, and their defense is so good that yeah. their games are are significantly shorter time-wise yeah, that too. than the other games. So you can yeah. – I guarantee you that Wisconsin-Minnesota game is over a good half hour before that Alabama-Auburn game is yeah, over. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, it will be. Yeah, which is always good because then you can watch the – if it's a close game between Auburn and Alabama, then you can watch that ending of that if it's a close game. Yep. Anyway, folks, okay, that was our NFL football picking contest brought to you by Curly's Waterfront Pub. You know, that's the place. They got a ton of TVs. They got great food. Uh, very nice uh, people working there. They actually, yeah. they have, for, for the Packer games, they have a ra- uh, like a raffle. For yep. every drink you buy, you get a ticket, right. and then they draw for jerseys and, yep. and some really nice prizes. A lot prizes, of prizes, so, yeah. Right. And they and they always got specials going right. on, you know. Yep. Did you, oh, b- before we end this real quick, did you hear about that tavern in Glen? I think Glen- Glendale, was it? Uh, they've been doing this all year. It's free beer until the Packers score their first touchdown. Wow. <laughs> Last week. <laughs> oh, the whole show. The, no, the, until uh, the Packers score. Oh, until the Packers score. Yeah, touchdown or field goal. Yeah, until the Packers yeah. score. This last week, uh, the owner said that uh, the patrons were actually feeling sorry for him. <laughs> because I think, I can't remember the name of the place. I thought it was in Greendale, Glendale, something like that. And uh, I don't think uh, they, when they instituted that, I don't think they ever envisioned that that was going to happen this year. And but they said they're going to keep it going. It could happen this week. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to keep it going. Do you have the name of the place yet? I'm no? trying to get it right now. Yeah, uh, they're going to keep it going. So uh, if we find out the name of the place, the, we'll tell you. The what? Bavarian Beer House. 
Is that it? Yeah. Where is it at? Um, it is in Glendale. It's right off of 43 in between uh, Hampton and Silver Spring. Oh, yeah. I know where that is. Okay. I know where that it was, is. Uh, um, they, oh, used they-, to, they have the soccer field. Yeah, yeah. Right yeah. off of. Yeah. It's on the uh, east-hand side of uh, 43. Okay. Isn't that Port Washington Road that they're on? Yeah. Yeah, it, Port Road. Uh, that used to be the the uh, old Heidelberg yeah. Park there. Yeah, I it, don't know if it's directly off Port Road. I think I mean, it's off the frontage road. I mean, if you you can get to it from Port right, Road, right? But I right. think it's a little frontage road to right. get to it. Right. Yeah. So uh, the Bavarian Inn, if you want Bavarian for, Beer House. Yeah, because they shut down for a little bit. They just reopened. Oh, to, did they? Yeah, it used to be the Bavarian Inn. Okay, and, and they, they had a little park behind it, old, right. old Heidelberg Park. Okay, yeah, they so shut down for a couple of years, and now it's the Bavarian Beer House. Yep. And if you want free beer. <laughs> That's where you go because the Packers might not score today. <laughs> they must have had a, oh, they had a three hundred cups. It says, is that all? That's a three hundred. You know, three hundred pints of beer. How much that costs? Well, yeah, I know it's not cheap, but I mean, I that's, thought maybe they're, they. I think there's a hundred fifty, hundred fifty glasses, pint glasses, hundred fifty two pint glasses in each half barrel. Yeah. So that's two half barrels. Two half barrels. Yeah. So that's. Well over two hundred dollars just in what they pay. <laughs> right. What they pay for the that's not, uh, not what they charge for it. Yeah. Well, you know, God bless them, they're gonna keep it going. So yep. <laughs> if you go to the Bavarian beer house and get some free beer today. Well what they're counting on is <laughs> Well, I shouldn't be promoting them. I should be telling people to go out to Curly's. Yeah. Well what they're what, what they're sorry. what they're counting on is people being there and buying food and yeah. everything else yeah, while you're right. while you're drinking for free. Right. All right, folks, we got to go to a break. We're way behind time. <laughs> we'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 105.7 FM The Fan and 12.50 AM. got a short segment here 799-1250 is the phone number ron heidenreich is sitting in today for uh danny and i'm tommy the true newbauer greg janik on the boards and uh we're taking your calls we're talking about a lot of different things today uh you know the fishing season ron is winding down a little bit it is it is winding down this is the type of weather that you know everybody's a lot of a lot of people have put their boats away yeah you know and it's winding down but there's a, still a lot of diehards that are musky fishing and walleye fishing. There are. You know? We've uh, actually, you know, with the exception of yesterday, musky fishing has been really good on Pewaukee. Um, the catching. The, the catching. <laughs> the catching. The catching yeah. has been really good. Uh, yeah. There's been a lot of muskies caught. I'm, I'm hearing a lot of uh, multiple fish days from, mm-hmm. the, from the guys out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right now, live bait is probably the, uh, the most productive, but that's what most people are using. You know, yesterday... When I was up at my friend's house, I was driving by Pewaukee, and there were, uh, what's the name of the island down? Is that Cottage Island? That's, Co- Cottage Island on the west end. Yes, yes uh, off of the DNR launch. There were three boats. It looked like they were anchored. Mm-hmm. They were out quite a way. They were out, like out in 40 feet of water. Okay. And there were three of them sitting in that one spot. Now, normally they're up a little closer to the island where it's like 20 to 30 feet. Right. 
but they were off it quite a ways, okay. quite a ways off of it. Now, and this we, was yesterday. Yeah, now I know yeah. what they were doing. Yeah, yeah, they had the suckers on the bottom out right. there, you know. So, uh, but yeah, but this is a time of the year where you know this actually is my favorite time of the year to walleye fish up on the Fox River up by Green mm-hmm. Bay. This is a great time to go. Not as many boats, lots of walleyes, and mm-hmm. you'd be surprised of all the other fish you catch sure. too, you know. And, uh, you know, guys are going to all the area rivers, actually, the Wisconsin River and the, and, uh, and, uh, the, the, the Rock over here. The Rock River always has a lot of little walleyes, a lot of short ones. You know, years ago, I, I've had a uh, travel trailer parked in northern Wisconsin for the better part of the last 35 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was in the Boulder Junction area, my next-door neighbor up there lived in La Crosse. Okay. And he was an, he was an older, well, he's older than me at the time, that's for sure. Um, but we were talking about the fall fishing on the, on the Mississippi River, and he told me, he says, you know, everybody comes up here, and they come up here in, in March and April and catch real walleyes. He says, the guys that know what they're doing are out there in October and November. He says, that's when the walleye bite is really good on the rivers, is in yeah. October and November. Yeah, it, it is. It is very good, yeah. Uh, the, the, the two regular TV shows here, uh, Larry Smith Outdoors and John Gillespie's Waters and Woods, they're always out walleye fishing in the fall and right. doing very well. Yeah, you know. Hey, we got an email here from David. David says, "Guys, <laughs> okay, that must mean us, there. Hey, keep her moving. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I love the show. My twin boys and I listen every Saturday. We love fishing. Good for you, David. Can you tell me anywhere the panfish are biting right now? We have a good hole in Maguanago." On Phantom Lake, they weren't biting at all. Is the water too cold? Any other suggestions? We had ice near the shore, too. Just maybe too late. We need help. Well, David, first of all, they're not, they didn't stop biting. Uh, they still got to eat, okay? And if you find the fish, you will catch them. Now, this time of the year, panfish, uh, not, not, not all the panfish, but the majority of them, especially crappies, will go to the deepest part of the lake. Uh-huh. And they will suspend. They will suspend over the deepest part of the lake, and they, but they could. It could be forty feet of water, and they could be down anywhere from twenty feet to thirty feet. They could be right close to the bottom because the water temperature and the dissolved oxygen. It's pretty much the same all the way through. So, so what you want to do is start driving around that deeper areas with your locator on. Have the locator on and look for those pods of panfish. You you'll see them. Yep. You'll you'll run into them. And then just drop down, I mean, whatever you want to use. If you want to use a mini mite or a, a jig and a wax or a hook and a wax worm, you know, that would be fine, you know, or an ice jig and a wax worm, you know, right. fine. Piece of crawler, whatever, but just get it down there. You'll see them. You'll see them on a the locator, David. Yeah, it's not too cold because what the heck? They bite in the wintertime ice fishing. They got to eat. Yeah, so it's not too cold. It's just whether or not it's too cold for you and the boys. That's right. <laughs> you know, if yeah. you want to go out. But, I swear I swear that fishing in a boat in November and December is way colder than sitting on a bucket in January. It just it's got to be the dampness I, of the open water. I it probably probably yeah. and I've spent many of those days, you know, when when it's sleeting or snowing on you whatever. But as long as you dress for it. Yeah. You, but you're right. It I think it's that dampness. It's the dampness of the open, open water. water. Yeah. And uh so Anyway, David, I hope that helps. Uh, you will find them, but let—I mean, let, let's face it. This isn't the easiest time of the year to find panfish. 
because usually in the shallow water, they vacate it now, you know, usually. And uh, they're out in those deeper water holes. You know, if there's a hole in the, you know, like, well, what, what did he say here? Let me put my glasses back on. He was on Phantom. He said they got a good hole <laughs> in yeah. the, on Phantom Lake. Well, they got a good hole. And I don't know what exactly what you mean by that, if it's a deep depression in the lake or whatever, but drive around those deeper areas and, and look for the pods of fish. You will find them. I guarantee it. David, we're going to have a, a, a guest in the studio. I believe it's December 9th. It's a Saturday during the weekend of the uh, Milwaukee Ice Fishing Show is on. And he is with this group called the Ice Junkies, and they're big time into crappie fishing and bluegill fishing through the ice. But, you know, the, the, the time period is close between when the, right now and ice, so I think you'll have a lot of stuff that's going to be relevant to what you're, what you're running into. Yeah, you will, yeah. So if you haven't put that boat away, right. you still have time to go out and try it. You but, know? yeah, December the 9th, we're going to have a guest in here that's pretty up and up on pan fishing. Now, yeah, oh, coming what? up this year, we're going to have a number of different guests that are affiliated with the Ice Fishing Show. Well, the Ice Fishing Show is just one uh, one day Saturday. Uh, Kevin yeah. Clancy will be in. But then we're going to be having uh, three to four different guests coming in for the uh, Milwaukee uh, South, the Musky show, which is held in West Bend, Wisconsin. Yeah, now that's not just a musky show; it's also a it's two fishing shows. show. It's two shows yeah. in one. Fish X is the general show, and the musky show is in the building next door. And they actually are doing something different this year. It was last year; it was ten dollars got you into both shows. This year, ten dollars gets you into the musky show. The Fish X show is free, and that's out at the Washington County Fairgrounds. Correct. This year. Yeah, that that's really a good deal because let's face it, not everybody fishes for big fish. Right. You know, they fish well, they fish for big walleyes or bass or whatever. But uh, there are a lot of people who fish for the panfish, the walleyes, the bass, crappies, mm-hmm. whatever, and pike. But this way, this gives them an opportunity to go to the Fish X show for free and and not have to go to the musky side yeah. if they don't want to. Yeah, if they don't want to. But it, there's a lot of musky nuts out there that will go to the musky show. Oh yeah, because there's yeah. always good stuff at that. Hey, we got to go to our last break, folks. 799-1250 is the phone number. Got any questions or comments? Ron's here. I'm here. Greg's here. Yeah. And Danny's up north just getting out of bed. He's probably still in bed. <laughs> we'll be right back with more on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. It's the final It is the final countdown on a Packer Badger weekend. Hmm. I, I'm sorry. I just love talking Badgers, Packers, and all that. I do. I, I, I'm not much into the, 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 the basketball or the hockey. I like talking baseball, too. You know, but pa- Badger, Packer, football, yeah. Even though I complain about, like, the Packers, yeah, I still... I'm a Packer fan. Well, that's going to be a 50-50 weekend for me. I'm hoping for the Badgers, and I'm I'm dreading. I mean, uh, did I say Badgers? I'm hoping yeah. for the Badgers, and I'm dreading the Packers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. it's. But you know what? We're going to be watching anyway. Yeah. Yep. We're going to be watching, and uh, let's hope something good happens. Yes. Anyway. If, you know what I look forward to? Just score some points, Packers. Yeah. Score some, I don't, if you don't cover the spread, fine. Score some points. Especially for the Bavarian Beer House's sake. <laughs> yeah, That's for right. their sake. That's right. 
Yeah, I, I wonder if Curly's Waterfront Pub would ever do something like that. You never know. Ryan is always <laughs> looking at ways to uh, to attract business. Yeah. He's, he's a pretty good promoter, so yeah. you never know. I'll yeah. have to talk to him about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, see what he says. Hey, I, I saw something. Uh, uh, Gordy was up in uh, the Eagle River area last week. Oh, and, and, wait a uh, minute. Can you hold on? Yes. We got Dennis on the line. We okay. forgot. Yeah. Go ahead. And now it is time for our Up North Report with Dennis Royce, our Bat- Boulder Junction connection. Good morning, Dennis. Good morning, guys. Happy Turkey Day. Belated Turkey Yeah, Day. same to you. Same to you, friend. So, what? Uh, you got ice on the lakes yet? Yes, we're getting, we I probably only have a few lakes left that aren't froze, froze up, or at least the bays aren't froze up. But uh, Sunday's probably going to be my last day going on open water. I think I'm going to put the boat away. Most and, of our snow melted this week, and yeah. uh, it's just piles of snow now. But the lakes are freezing up, and and uh, I would say that pretty quick here uh, you're going to have some pretty good ice fishing. And I can guess what lake you're going to be going on. You're going to be going on Trout Lake. You got that right. <laughs> Big, deep, and the last one to freeze over. <laughs> That's for sure. We were out there last Sunday, and we, we did pretty good on walleye. We were fishing in 60 feet of water uh, up a, in a, and 120 feet up to a 60-foot bar that we were fishing on, and we caught some nice fish. But, and you're uh, fishing gonna... on the bottom in 60 feet? Yes, they're right down tight to the bottom. And I hope they're still there, but we'll have to see. A week goes by, it changes. So. Okay. So you said your snow melted. Snow melted. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, most of it this week, it was pretty warm, and mm-hmm. uh, piles are left, but most of the snow has melted, and there's a little bit in the woods yet, and the guys are still going out for hunting, but today the wind is just howling. Yeah. And it's supposed to be nice tomorrow, and, and uh, so the... The boat's going to go out one more time, and I think I'll put her away. So uh, Now, on the shallower lakes, uh, is there any uh, thickness of ice that allows anglers to get out on the ice? They are going out. I'm they not, are. I would say if you go out on the ice now, you've got to be very careful and, and check ahead. But the, uh, the fishermen are, fishermen and women are going out on the ice, in, especially in the bays and the and the bays and the, and the smaller lakes. So oh. there's, there's ice out there, and I stood on the – on our lake, on Boulder Lake, here a couple of days ago, and it uh, it didn't crack with my weight, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in that same boat too. My friends usually have me go out first. Yes, yes. right. We're the guinea pigs. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, Dennis. Well, thank you for that update. We do appreciate it. Yep, we'll keep in touch with you, and then you guys have a good rest of the weekend. Thank, thank you. you. You too. Thank you, Dennis. Go Badgers. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. We gotta, bring, we gotta bring the axe back to Wisconsin. So. Oh no, it's still there. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. It is here from last year. You're yeah, right. it is still here. All right. Thanks, yeah. Dennis. All right. See you guys. Bye Thank now. you. Yeah, it's been here for what thirteen years. But that's anyway, time. Yeah, Gordy, Gordy, Gordy so. was up to Eagle River last week, and he stopped in uh, by uh, actually he's my my ex brother in law's uh, resort that he owns up there, and he brought back a couple of uh, stickers he put on the wall, and it kind of ties in a little bit with this football thing and the kneeling for the national anthem. And this uh, the sticker he brought back is shows a, a like a beaver dam type tip up with a with an American flag up in the air. Yeah, and it's the the notation underneath it is this is the only flag that I'll kneel for. As <laughs> a tip up. That that's cute. That's I like cute. that. That is because so. of course you when you're ice fishing you're kneeling over the hole. You have yes, to. That's the only one he'll kneel for. Yeah, that, you got to kneel down for up. that. Yeah, yep. that, that's funny. That's cool. So, yeah, you know. Uh, we just uh, had Black Friday go past us, and uh, I started uh, this uh, yesterday at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle. From now until Christmas, everything in the store except live bait is at 15% discount. Everything that's in stock in the store, 15% off. Oh, that's good. 
the one thing you do need to do, we are running shorter hours this time of the year, so the best thing to do would be to call in advance. Uh, we're basically open from 7 in the morning until 4 in the afternoon right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, if you get a, a couple of days of inclement weather, you know, we're, we're locking up early because it doesn't pay. doesn't pay to be standing there when there's nobody coming in. Yeah, you can only hours. watch so much TV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, And you can only clean so much. That's right. That's <laughs> you know? right. When it's so. all clean, you got to end sooner or later. But, uh, and what about your uh, uh, suckers? You got a lot of suckers? I, I got 120 uh, in yesterday afternoon. Mm-hmm. We had, a, we had a pretty good run on them yesterday, and I got to the store at 11.30, and it's like, oh, oh we're in trouble. And mm-hmm. I called up my supplier, and they brought 120 down about two hours later. Yeah. So uh, I will have no problem with suckers. Yeah. There's no problem getting them. Uh, we uh, we always, we never run out. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. at the, the coldest part of the year, we, we end up throwing some away. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, eventually you're always left right. with a few. Right. And uh, not you feed those to the seagulls? Is that legal if you did that? Well, I don't know. <laughs> they, yeah, the seagulls are protected, so I don't know why it wouldn't be legal. Yeah, you're, you're just helping <laughs> them along and give some to the seagulls. It, it's it's kind of, you know, it, it's fun to feed, to feed the uh, animals in the area. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've related this story before, but one time when I was out with you guys, I, uh, I, I think Gordy was there that day. But anyway, and there was this, like, I, that thing had to be about a 14-inch sucker. Mm-hmm. It was big. And there was a seagull sitting out on the dock, one mm-hmm. of the docks, right? And I took that dead, it was a dead sucker. And I took it out and I threw it out and it landed on the dock, yep. okay? And that seagull must have been a good 10, 12 feet away. He was towards the end of it. He come hopping over and I watched that thing take that 14-inch sucker head first right on oh down. My gosh. The whole thing right down and gone. That's a big one. Yeah. You know what? Couldn't fly away. Right, I believe it. He could. He tried. He he, he started flapping his wings and started going to jump off. He went right into the water, <laughs> <laughs> and then he paddled his way back, got on shore, and then walked back up the dock. Yep. Again, he I, couldn't fly. <laughs> I've seen them where they've where they've picked one up out of the water. You know, a bigger one, a 12, 14 incher, and they 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 swoop down in the water and they land by it and they pick it up and they're, they're going to try to get away from the other ones. Yeah. And they, and they pick can't. it up with their beak and. Because they're so front heavy, their head is down. You're in the water, and their their butt is straight up in the sky. <laughs> yeah. And they and can't get up. Away. They yeah. can't. Yeah, it's they too can't heavy get up. for them. Yeah, it, it it was fun. But just to watch that seagull swallow that big sucker right on down. I mean, just gone. Yep. Wow. And 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 those suckers you got out there, they're they're meaty. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you know, Ron. Instead of throwing those dead ones out, what if I were to smoke some of those? Why not? You can smoke a tennis shoe, and it tastes pretty good. Why not? Why don't you save those for me, and I'll smoke them for us. $8.50. Stop it. <laughs> you were gonna, Greg, he was going to throw them away. Now he wants to charge me. And he says, I'm cheap. <laughs> wait gotta, a minute. Got to get it where you can. That's yeah, right. Wait a minute. That's right. I'm calling a governor. We'll try that out. Yeah. We'll try smoking Keep her song. ruling. Uh, keep her moving. Yep. You don't know what those references are. Keep her moving and oh, my gosh. I got to tell you all about the Manitowoc Minute when we're off the show. Okay. Just Google Manitowoc Minute. All right. There is a hilarious guy on there. It's about a two-minute little stint. Did you ever see that, Greg? Manitowoc Minute? When you got some free time in here, like during the show, the next show with uh, uh, Mike McGivern, uh, you, you, you might want to Google Manitowoc Minute. It's, uh, it's humorous. <laughs> it's good. I like it. Anyway, with that... Ron, do you got any last words to say? I have not. No, me, me neither. Let's play John.
To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. Okay, folks, this has been the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks to Ron Heidenreich for sitting in today. For uh, Danny. Thanks for having me. I'm Tommy the True Newbauer. He's Greg Janik. And thanks for listening, folks. Talk to you next week. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.